Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 103. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation. Do you have a product or service that you would like to share with the 100,000 plus unique downloads Entrepreneur on Fire generates every month consisting of passionate entrepreneurs? Chris Brogan sponsored an episode for his book, The Impact Equation, with great results. If you would like to have 15 seconds at the top of Entrepreneur on Fire to share your product or message, go to sponsoreofire.com to find out more. And a big thank you to our sponsor, Lee Lefevre of CommonCraft.com. The best ideas, products, and services are worthless unless they can be explained in a way that makes people care. CommonCraft founder Lee Lefevre's new book, The Art of Explanation, will show you the secrets to creating amazing explanations. Visit artofexplanation.com for more information. Okay, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Aaron Holland. Aaron, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, John, I am. All right. Aaron is a 25-year-old entrepreneur from Salt Lake City, Utah. He founded Ingest Media Group from his bedroom as a senior at the University of Utah. Ingest Media is a full-service marketing and IT firm that serves as a foundation for development of branded SaaS products. Currently, Ingest Media represents both national and international brands and has worked on websites in all 50 states. On January 1st, Ingest launched Simplify Supper, which provides a service for families to build an online meal planner and send a weekly grocery list to their cell phone. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, Aaron, but why don't you take a minute, tell us about you personally, and then take another minute and tell us about your business. Okay, cool. Thanks for having me, John. Uh, and Thanks for the kind words. Uh, My name's Aaron Holland. I'm the founder and president of Ingest Media Group. We're a full-service marketing and IT firm based out of Salt Lake, like you said. Uh, You know, some background on me personally. I I was born, I'll go way back here. I was born uh, in the Bay Area. Uh, my family moved to Europe for three years, where we lived in Milan, Italy, and Brussels, Belgium. We moved back to the Bay Area, and uh, my dad at the time was working for AirTouch uh, Cellular Communications, and uh, he felt like it was a good time to uh, you know, pursue his passion, pursue his dream. Uh, he made an exit from the corporate r- world and uh, moved my entire family down to southern Utah. So... Uh, I grew up and went to high school uh, in southern Utah in a town of 500 people and uh, graduated there. Uh, my, my parents moved there to start a KOA campground. And so, uh, you know, right away, my relationship with, you know, entrepreneurship, my relationship with risk, you know, I feel like was really established at a young age. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, so, like I was saying, from there I graduated, uh, went to the University of Utah, uh, studied school there for a while, uh, graduated, and that's when I started really uh, going full time with the business. Very cool, and we're definitely going to delve more into the business in Jest Media Group, and that's just for the listener spelled N G S T, which, as always, we'll be linking up in the show notes. But before we do, Aaron. 
We always start every show off here at Entrepreneur on Fire with a success quote. It's kind of our way of getting the motivational ball rolling. So what do you have for us today? All right. So uh, I have a quote from John Wooden, and it says, don't let what you can't do stop you from doing what you can do. And uh, I, I just think that's a really great quote for entrepreneurs, especially someone who, you know, is looking to make that initial leap into, you know, uh, bring their concept or idea to market and, you know, really taking that first dive in. And it's so important for entrepreneurs to be ready and willing to go all in on their ideas. Now, John Wooden's an inspirational figure, and that's a great quote for a lot of reasons. And Aaron, you're our spotlighted guest today. So this is about you and your journey. So take us down to the ground level. How have you actually applied this quote, this mantra to your journey, to your life? Okay. So, uh, during my senior year, uh, I was in school full-time at the University of Utah. Uh, at that time, I had also uh, began doing uh, freelance design and development work from my room. So my, I had no experience on the agency side. I had little or no background, uh, you know, but I know, and I, I'm sorry, I knew at the time that I was really committed uh, and in, uh, really interested really in web development. I felt like that was the space where you know, I wanted to be for the next 10 years. So uh, I dove in, uh, started doing freelance work, and that's really how the company started. So, uh, you know, and the way I've really applied this quote to my life in a specific example, uh, you know, my schedule for, for a long time, I would get up early in the morning, uh, work at my desk in my room on freelance design work, uh, go to school for, you know, four, six hours, come home, work more in my room, and then go to Costco, where I worked from uh, a shift from five to ten, stocking, you know, dog food and soda and paper towel. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, when I graduated from the U, I, I immediately, you know, I was done with school. I was. Uh, I also quit my job at that time, and you know, I, I I didn't let what I couldn't do because if you focus on the things you can't do, they you just you don't see the opportunity. So I really tried to stay positive, focus on what I could do at the time to properly leverage my, you know, my skills and abilities. And what I could do was, you know, develop websites and, uh, and, you know, do th that type of stuff, which once you find a, a market for it, it, you know, everything just goes from there. Absolutely. And that just goes into our next topic, failure. And with every journey, comes obstacles, comes challenges that we as entrepreneurs need to learn how to embrace and break through and use them to learn from and to just move forward and be inspired. So take us back to a time when you failed or when you just came up against a challenge that you really had to dig deep to get over and then share with us how you got over that. The biggest failures I've had really came a couple years ago. And uh, when I, when I, went into school, I was really interested in business. Uh, I was very interested in the business program. And, you know, I've always really enjoyed business reading. So I, I, right away, I wanted to get into business when I went to school, but uh, I failed, literally failed the required math class three times to get into the business program. I had to uh, reestablish my major. I ended up graduating with a degree in sport management. Uh, but you know, that failure was so, looking back now, so important because uh, I, because I didn't study business, I was able to, you know, kind of expand my view and my, my, 
my reach for education. And I, I stumbled across, you know, uh, new media marketing and new media development and learned uh, HTML was really the starting point. And that has been uh, probably the most valuable, you know, thing to happen to me up to this point. Uh, an- another, another failure that I've, that I've had too from, from uh, back a couple years ago is I, in school, in the program I was in, we had to do a large internship. So an internship where you work full time. And I did a great internship. I felt like, you know, it was, it was really fun and meaningful for me. And it, I got great feedback from my superiors at the time, but I didn't get offered a job at the end of the internship. It was really, I took that as a failure at the time. But again, you know, if I would have gotten that job, I would have not been where I'm at today. And I'm extremely happy and with where I'm at today and the the progress I'm making both personally and with the business. So, you know, kind of the moral of the story is you look, you know, after time has passed, you can look back on your failures and they, they really don't seem like failures. They sometimes, if you can, you know, make a good experience out of it, it's just really more of a pivot and a, a pivotal moment in your life. So Aaron, those are a couple of great failures that you just explained. Now really take us through some major lessons that you pulled out of those failures and how you propelled yourself forward. The real lessons I took from those failures uh, were really evident later on three, four years down the road. But uh, I didn't let the fact that I wasn't in the business program and I didn't get the job I wanted, uh, I didn't let those things stop me from, you know, my ultimate, uh, my ultimate goal of owning a business. And the cool thing about owning a business, when you get to the point where you can, you know, scale and systemize, you can, uh, implement a team and hire people that help you out with those, you know, your weaknesses. And that's, that's really what a good team does. But, uh, a specific instance with that internship I spoke about earlier, uh, during that time, there was, uh, a coworker of, of, of me, of mine. And he, uh, he just let me know that the work I was doing, although, uh, I didn't get the job there, the work I was doing was extremely valuable to the organization. And he had a friend who, uh, had marketed himself very well, uh, doing, you know, the same type of work I was doing there. So he really opened up my eyes to the actual value I was, I was creating for, uh, for the business. And that really is what gave me the confidence to move into uh, the freelance space. From there, it just grew. Aaron, let's use that to transition to the other end of the spectrum. And that's the aha moment. Because as entrepreneurs, we are blessed with aha moments on some levels, usually pretty small ones, every day, week, or month. But every now and then, we do get that big light bulb that comes on, that shining moment that we just know is going to resonate so well. Have you had an aha moment within Jest or just some point in your journey? And if so, how did you take that moment and turn it into success? A real big aha moment for us uh, came in 2011, beginning of the year. And, you know, up to that point, our business had focused on really just on working with other young, cool companies or young companies that we thought were cool. And, you know, we were really working within our personal networks at that point. So, we were getting these clients that were around our same age and we we found that we really just hit a ceiling there because the communication wasn't uh, in place the communication channels uh, weren't in place as well we weren't bringing as much value to the market for those clients so in 2011 we really sat down my team and I sat down 
you know, approach the problem from a couple different angles. And what we found at that point is that we were bringing so much more value to our, our clients that were established businesses, businesses that had been around for 30, 40 years who uh, just weren't quite up with the times. They understood, you know, the value of social media, the value of web development, the value of SEO, but just didn't quite know how to tackle such a big, uh, big ominous task, especially, you know, and for a lot of companies that have been around 30 or 40 years, they just are not interested in doing all those things in-house. It just doesn't make sense for them on a, you know, on an ROI from an ROI standpoint. So once we started to hone in on that and uh, we adjusted, made a, a full pivot, we adjusted our marketing we adjusted our sales. We adjusted our overall focus as a business. And that's when the business really started to expand exponentially because we were bringing so much more value to the marketplace for those clients. And, uh, you know, that's when, when you're doing great things for your clients, uh, things just kind of seem to fall in place. Talk to us about a couple key marketing shifts that you made that you just found really successful and added value to these customers mobile web. I mean, yeah. some of our clients were seeing as much as 50% of their traffic coming over from mobile. I mean, that is just insane to, we're at a place and a time now where, you know, for some of our clients, it's more than 50% of their traffic is on a mobile or tablet device these days. Well, Aaron, without getting specific with names, give us a company that you actually did use this for. Show the listeners exactly what you were able to provide for them on a value-wise. We found that our clients, especially in the heavy industrial sector, uh, ones that were working in you know uh, established verticals, uh, manufacturing, uh, transportation, uh, these these established verticals that have been around a while, uh, they were really suffering from not having mo being mobily enabled for their clients. So, uh, for instance. One client of ours, they have a, a national sales team, and we've been able to mobilize their entire team and their entire website uh, with, uh, you know, by implementing their product, their product handbook, and making that accessible to not only all their clients on, on the road, but also all their uh, salespeople on the road as well. Oh. The most value we've seen really is for these established businesses. And another great thing and big thing is social media. Uh, some of our clients, uh, the real consumer-facing products, they've seen as much as 50% of their traffic coming in from social media channels. Wow. Yeah, huge. And that's that's more for the business-to-consumer type stuff, the consumer-facing stuff. Business-to-business, business, really, we've still seen our best results on Google. But for the consumer products, uh, you know, huge and great things are being done on Facebook. And that was really the driving force behind us building out and developing uh, our product, Reverb. No, it's so true. And even for someone like myself with Entrepreneur on Fire, or even Coca-Cola, you can just see companies small and large alike are really trying to build communities on these social media platforms and really just going for that interaction and that relationship building and a place that people can just go and speak their mind and connect with like-minded individuals, other peers, customers, brands. So it's really just exciting that area. And when you combine that with mobile, because a lot of people are now accessing these on a mobile level and on a tablet level, it just is obvious that you have put yourself in front of the curve, Aaron. And I think really great things are to come. Thanks, John. Have you had an I've made it moment, Aaron? 
I haven't had a complete I've made it moment, at least not yet. I have some pretty insane goals. And I, I think entrepreneurs should have those really big goals that kind of stand. The B-H-A-G, the big, hairy, audacious goals. Yeah, absolutely. You know, get those in place, get them on paper, think about them often, but also create some really manageable goals that you can reward yourself and your team for as you as you move move that way. So as far as an I've made it moment, I, I've been pretty cautious of of them. Uh, when I first started the business, I would I would call my dad, who's been a great supporter of us all along, and I would say, you know, I just locked in this big new client or really excited about a piece of business that we were working on at the time or sale that we may have made at the time. And he would be, you know, very supportive, but also very quick to let me know, you know, put your head back down, get to work. And so I've kind of just stuck with that and tried to just keep my head down and uh, stay working forward constantly. It's such incredible advice because the life of an entrepreneur is such a roller coaster. You have these massive highs and then you have these massive lows. And the first thing that we can control is to really temper those highs. Because when you can temper those highs and kind of keep yourself in check for them, then when the lows come, you can temper those as well. But if you just let loose and, and go as high as those highs are, then you really are just kind of going to crash down when that inevitable dip comes. And that's just what being an entrepreneur is. It's part of the journey. So your father is just really imparting some great wisdom upon you. But at the same time, I'm glad to hear you say that you are appreciating these milestones when you're hitting them. Do you have an example of something you've done, maybe pop some bubbly in the office or at least giving somebody a <laughs> high five after oh, a big yeah. account? Yeah. I take my team out to, you know, these big dinners at the restaurants we like, or when we, when we have a, you know, a launch, we'll have launch parties. When we launch a big, not really when we land a big account, but when we launch a new project or a new account that we all feel really good about. It's good to take a moment, focus on the good work, you know, make people feel like they're, you know, part of the team and and also, you know, really let them buy into the culture that, you know, we produce great things. So if it's all about just, uh, you know, keeping the team uh, motivated on the same page and making them feel like, you know, what we're working on is worthy of their time as employees. Well, that's a perfect lead in to our next topic, which is Ingest Media specifically. Share with us something that's really exciting you about Ingest right now. Okay, uh, that's a great question. I mean, there's so much opportunity <laughs> right now uh, in in our marketplace. Uh, there's so many verticals and so many different markets that can be, you know, approached and and uh, you know really capitalized upon. But as far as Ingest Media, what's exciting me right now is social media. Because it's moving so fast, it's just uh, insane. And uh, even more so in social media, what's really, you know, what's really exciting me is social commerce. Uh, like uh, we mentioned before a bit, Reverb, uh, it's a social commerce platform that we built in 2011. It allows uh, clients to build uh, Facebook commerce applications that sell product, music, and event tickets from their Facebook page. So we get to roll this product out to our clients, John, and it's just so fun to be part of a emerging marketplace. Oh, love it. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's great. It really fuels our, you know, my team's fire and really keeps us uh, excited because 
when you have an idea and you know you spend so much time you know developing that idea to bring it to marketplace and to see success there really is no better feeling and so what's really exciting to me is is just the social commerce space we've seen with our product with reverb you know conversion rates as high as 65% wow. we've seen uh, we had a client in portland who with a $200 marketing budget starting from zero fans. They had over 350 fans in two weeks. They leveraged over 2,000 in pre-ticket sales from their Facebook page. Uh-huh. Amazing things are happening. When, you, you know, when the, the product is aligned correctly with the selling point, uh, there's still so much opportunity out there. So Aaron, we previously talked about how you have some big, hairy, audacious goals for ingest. Talk to us briefly about one of those big goals that you're just really looking forward to in the years to come. What's great about Ingest Media is we have such a, uh, just a really dynamic business model. We use our market position and our knowledge to not only benefit our clients and bring our clients value, but we use that position to build our own products. So my team and I are continually looking for opportunities looking for things that, you know, uh, for, for instance, Simplify Supper. Uh, it's, it's such a great product because it, uh, it allows families to spend more time together while staying healthy and, uh, you know, just living healthy lives and staying on budget. Expound upon Simplify Supper. Okay. So Simplify Supper is uh, our new project. It launched uh, the first of the year and we're still in beta mode now, but we're continually launching a new product along in, the, in that technology stack. And so right now, Simplify Supper is a online meal planning application. Uh, it's, you can go on there, set out a meal plan for your family. Uh, you plan out all your meals for the month. And then the system sends a printable grocery list to your cell phone, to your email address, really wherever you'd like it. And so it's, it's great. It just it allows people to build their meal plans, uh, cook at home, spend more time with their families, and stay healthy and save money. Right now, we're working on rolling out a coupon piece so that shoppers and users can see uh, area-specific coupons to items they have in their grocery list. And that should be rolled out in the next uh, about 30 days. Exciting stuff, Aaron. And that's just going to be a perfect lead into our next segment, the lightning round. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Yeah, let's, let's blow minds, John. <laughs> I love it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, just, just personal fear. Uh, you know, I, I had to really overcome my fear look my fear in the eye. And that fear really revolved around security. I mean, the economy was just so bad when I got going that I really just came to the decision and kind of a crossroads of, you know, I'm going to be starting at the bottom no matter where I start. I might as well be starting at the bottom of an organization that is my own and that has no limit or ceiling for growth. Now, what a lot of people need to realize is that the economy actually did our generation a lot of favors because I agree. Yeah. we really had to get out there and do something special. I mean, 
back when the economy was just rocking and rolling, anything you threw against the wall was sticking. Yeah. You did not have to develop the kind of skills that it takes to actually make a lasting viable business. So I'm glad you're on board with that, Aaron. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. What's the best business advice you ever received? It's got to be enjoy the journey. And that business advice came from my parents. And I, I feel like they really, really live that motto, you know, uh, moving to Southern Utah, moving to Bryce Canyon. Uh, it's just, you know, they're all about enjoying the journey. And I've really tried to apply that. Uh, that's why, why Salt Lake is such a good fit for me and my business is because it allows us to, you know, blow off steam, get outdoors and really stay active and enjoy the journey while we build this business because it inevitably gets stressful. You know, you hit those ups and downs and, you know, especially with a, a business like ours, there's a lot of, uh, you know, for a while, there's a lot of learning curve and you have to kind of catch up to yourself. So having that, uh, you know, that way to refresh, refocus on the weekends uh, has been great. If we're not enjoying the journey, then what are we doing? That's always my question. Yeah. I mean, a, a good business is just an extension of yourself, right? That's an entrepreneur on fire truly is. So Aaron, do you have an internet resource like a Simplify Supper that we're going to link up in the show notes that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, there's so many great resources out there right now, and I'm on a constant hunt for new ones. So I'll, I'll give you just two of my favorites, if that's all right. Yes. Uh, so the first is Trillo, T-R-E-L-L-O. And have you, have you heard of it, John? I have heard of it. Okay. Yeah. It's a great online uh, project management application. It has amazing user interface design and great mobile and tablet functionality. So it allows us to, it's actually our main point of contact with a lot of our clients. They can upload their documents. We can add project notes and everyone stays on the same page really effortlessly. It's a great resource. Beautiful. Uh, another quick one is markup.io. And markup.io is a small web widget that is just great. You can draw all over your web pages. So it makes, uh, you know, live web page notes and a shareable URL that you can share with your clients for uh, instruction or with your developers for, you know, projects. I've been looking for something like that. I can't wait to download that. It's great. So Aaron, if you can recommend one book for Fire Nation, what would it be? One book. <laughs> uh, I, I would have to say The Lean Startup by Eric Rice. I mean, that is just uh, such a, a great book. It's a great time to read a book like that. And that book has been really helpful for me. But uh, it, another book that I have to mention is uh, Think and Grow Rich by uh, Napoleon Hill. I feel like that's probably the number one book everyone should read. It's the grandfather of all entrepreneurial books. It really is. <laughs> no, pretty exciting too. We actually have Eric coming on the show next week. So I'm really excited. I just got off the line with Robert Greene of Mastery and the 48 Laws of Power. So just really on a pretty elite author kick right now at Entrepreneur Fire. Really exciting yeah. stuff. You're on a tear. <laughs> So Aaron, this is the last question. It's kind of difficult, but it's my favorite. So take your time, digest it, and then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? 
All right. This is a great question, John. So uh, what I would do right away is I would uh, get on Facebook. I would begin connecting with people on all social networks, but my main hub would be Facebook. Uh, I would identify a market and then I would get a hold of a Facebook uh, commerce platform that I liked. And then I would connect with one of these uh, drop shipping websites like uh, Adoba or something like that. Uh, I would find a market, you know, get as many products as I could while continually connecting with, uh, you know, consumers and uh, bring the products right to Facebook. And I would do that until I found something that, you know, worked really well. The, but for the first seven days, I, you know, you're looking at a total cost of, uh, you know, you can get a Facebook selling system for free. You can get uh, a subscription to a dropshipping website for, you know, 30 to 50 a month. And then the, the rest of the budget I would put towards marketing. You know, once you've identified that market, you're connecting, I would put it all towards marketing on the Facebook platform. The cost per click on Facebook is just, you know, it's a great value. It's a great way to get going. Uh, and it's, it's great for small businesses that don't have much in the way of resources. There truly are great click-through rates on Facebook. There's no doubt. Aaron, that was actionable advice. And you've given us actionable advice this entire interview, and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then tell us how we can connect with you and your company, and then we'll say goodbye. So one parting piece of guidance for your listeners would be to uh, really develop and think through your ideas and, you know, really believe in your business. Get to a place where you can uh, fully believe in your ideas because you will uh, inevitably you know, get to that point where you have nothing left but, you know, your idea and your faith in your idea and your family and friends to, you know, grow from there. But if you can get to that place and grow from there, you have, uh, you know, the recipe for a successful business. So my parting advice would be, you know, have faith in your ideas, you know, everything else will fall into place. Love it. I'm Aaron Holland. You can connect with me uh, on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, the company is at Ingest Media, spelled N-G-S-T Media. We're at ingestmedia.com. Uh, and for your listeners, John, uh, we have a special promotion for Entrepreneur on Fire. You can go to reverbplatform.com slash eofire and sign up for a free lifetime subscription to Reverb. Uh, we're going to keep the promotion up for uh, two weeks after uh, the air date of the, the show here. All of this stuff, Aaron, is going to be linked up in the show notes, your website, the special link that you created for Fire Nation. So Fire Nation, this is going to be live from two weeks of January 31st. So until February 15th, give or take. So go check it out. Make sure you take advantage of this great free offer. Aaron, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, you asked for it, and I created it. My first free ebook, 10 Incredible Insights from 10 Incredible Entrepreneurs, is published. All four pages of it. Simply go to eofire.com and subscribe to my newsletter. You will get immediate access to the top business insights from the likes of Barbara Corcoran, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, and seven other incredible guests. Prepare to ignite. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com. 
your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.